Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode four of, um, yeah, let's reveal it, Millie. You, you finally decided on a, a really good name that we both agree on that we think is really going to be one to hit it off. So officially, we are called, I'll let Millie say it. We are called the Beautiful Mind Game Podcast. There we Brilliant. go. Brilliant. <laughs> Welcome. Night. Welcome to us officially. We're Friday Night Counter-Attack and the Mad Mentor. We're back um, with another episode. And again, it's going to be a lighthearted episode because we're going to kind of take the mick out of one another in a way. And, and, and of ourselves as well, because it's something that we all love to really talk about with friends and with family, especially when you're from an Indian family. You talk about it yeah. all the time. Dieting <laughs> and, and nutrition and eating healthy or not eating healthy. So um, that's where we are today. Uh, if you're not talking about it, you're eating. Yeah, if you're not talking about it, you're eating and you're literally just there like, oh, yeah, I've got so much to record, let alone eat, which is what a lot of people do nowadays when they're actually going out for dinner and stuff, which is, which yeah. is quite, quite crazy. And like even yesterday, I made I made like a burger, a beef burger, and I made some chicken strips with some wedgies. And then no one believed that I made it because I didn't post a picture of it or show a picture of it to anyone. So I'm like, that's, that's, a, that's an odd way of thinking about it nowadays. But I guess there's it's 2022. No yeah, there's no proof that you made it. Could have just bought it off, off um, a takeaway. I'm like, no. What happened when phones weren't available? No one ate. No one believed that anyone ate. You, you get what I mean, Millie? It's, like, it's the fact <laughs> that you're just there like, oh, yeah, people just wouldn't listen or believe to what you, what you cooked or what you can eat. So it's very odd like that as well. Um, but no, first things first, Millie, are you a cook? Are you a chef? Are you a baker? Um, I wouldn't call myself a chef or a mm. baker. I have. When, when we was in lockdown, I did a bit of baking. Mm. Um, and that was my baking career started and ended. Oh, like a lot of people then when they had the free yeah. time to do it. I was quite good. I was quite good. Um, but yeah, now it's I do cook. I do tend to cook every day actually, but I won't call myself a, a chef or anything. I cook to eat. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like like everyone, ever most most people <laughs> like to cook to eat as well. So what do you think? I'm a good cook. I'm a good cook. I'm not really a I baker. Think a good cook. I'm not really a baker. Um like personally, I, I find bacon a waste of time, personally, for me. So, like, I'll do it for, like, special occasions, but I won't just do it off the cuff or I won't just go off. I feel like baking this today and I'll bake it. I'm more the kind of guy that's like, oh, I'll make something that's, like, you can have for, like, two, three days or something in terms of eating, which is good. Yeah, bacon's usually, like, cakes and unhealthy things, isn't it? And then you got to eat them all in, like, that day or the day after. And it's, if I baked there would be no going back <laughs> you get what i mean like if, if you're baking and you're baking it and you're like probably going to like a family member's home or you're going to a friend's house or something you can share it around which is brilliant because it's just yeah. within the day or the next couple of days but no i was i was told previously that the key to a woman's heart is to learn how to cook and to learn how to cook is to uh become a like husband material that type of thing but i'm just there like no no not at all is that like, what you're doing? No. <laughs> no, not at all. So ba basically what it is, is like, I want to cook because I'm a big fan of like chef shows and like Gordon Ramsay and stuff like that. So I've always been yeah, a big yeah. fan of like MasterChef and stuff. So whenever people get hyped and gassed over the brick, uh, brick, Great British Bake Off, mm -hmm. I find that boring. I don't find that appealing because I'm just there like... You don't like it? I don't like it at all. I like, I, it when like it. I like it when they go into the deep end and MasterChef and MasterChef the professionals and that's... For me, that's culinary excellence when you watch that type of thing. So I'm really cool at um, watching that kind of stuff. I'll happily watch it, which is cool. So you yeah. are a bit of a chef then? Yeah, more of a chef, not a baker. Yeah. I mean, I would watch the great... I do watch the Great British Bake Off more mm. than I watch MasterChef, just because I like it. 
I like yeah. to see what cakes. I'm massively into like sweet stuff, unfortunately. So I oh, love yeah, like cake. I love to see all the. How would it work as as a footballer then when you're into really big on fitness, but you you're into your passion of baking as well? Like, I do mean, you, do you have to just watch what you eat, or do you have to kind of just exercise more to like get to a certain I mean, weight? How, how does that work? I wouldn't say I was a baker. Mm. like i said before but i do you're, you're the tester the bake test the baking yeah test. a weakness of mine is like sweet stuff mm. but obviously i mean i can't just eat what i want i've got to eat something properly so for example like my diet now i've changed in the last like i think it's two and a half three years i've changed to a vegetarian mm. diet oh wow so, i did not know yeah. that about you yeah so when i was in italy I thought, oh, um, I can't remember how it started, actually. But I think there was a big push all of a sudden for, like, vegetarian diets. So I thought, oh, I'll try that because I, I, I knew that I was doing more training. I'd become professional. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was doing double of what I used to do, basically. Yeah. And I thought, I need to, like, I need to recover properly. And there was this big, like, new research on veggie diets and recovery and athletic performance and excellence and all this. So I thought, you know what, I'll try it. And I tried it and I slowly like came off meat and then I slowly like tried to like whittle down like the dairy products and things like that. And you know what? In a month or so, I felt so much better. Whatever it was, whether it was physically, physical performances increased and recoveries improved mm. or whether it was just mentally, like mentally, I felt better for whatever reason. I felt really good. So I stuck with it. And yeah, since then, I've been veggie, but not like. I'm not strict. Do you know yeah. what I mean? People, for example, I don't know. In Italy, I used to eat a little bit of meat every like three months or something. Yeah, I And get people that. would be pointing the finger like, you're not veggie. You're not veggie. And I'm thinking, just let me eat what I want to eat. Do you know what I mean? I, I do it for a reason for football. Mm. Like people have their reasons and I do it for performance. And I think that you've got to eat what you feel best with eating, with performance. It's basically, you know yeah, you're prioritising eating vegetarian food over meat for your performance. But people are just seeing you eating vegetarian food, so they're like, oh, yeah, you're not a proper vegetarian. So they're not really understanding that concept. But it, it yeah. makes sense to me. It's like you're not basing 100% in the vegetarian pool. You're going more into, like, 80%, and then, like, you'll just have meat every now and then. Yeah, I'd say, like, yeah, like, 90% plant-based I would say I would say that I was but people like everyone has this weird thing it's like they see you eating something that's like cheese or something oh you're not vegetarian do you know what I mean they're so quick to say things and I think it's just humans like humans nowadays they want to like point the finger straight away I get it loads though like I get it loads with people we were talking about that last uh, last episode as well Millie about how people are quick to look at the negative straight away in terms of whatever we're doing in our lives and it's, it's really sad in that way because you're just there kind of thinking you're doing it to better yourself you're doing it to better your performance yeah <laughs> and then they're still like oh you can't be doing that you're going against your own principles i'm like yeah my own principles isn't 100 vegetarian yeah it's, it's mad it's funny in a way to be honest it's like well what do you want <laughs> yeah it's like what, what more do you expect from me as well um yeah. But yeah, realistically, do you tend to get any food cravings in any in any type of aspect, like after a game, before a game, when training? Yeah, so I mean, of course, I mean, 
having such like demand like throughout the day because I am a personal trainer as well mm. sometimes like on days of the week I'm doing five hours of training a day so I've got to eat more do you know and obviously I'm going to crave things when I'm burning that much energy and that much um calories I guess yeah I always like crave different things so my diet is vegetarian but it's heavily based off carbs as well because that's what fuels me. That's what fuels everyone, carbs, isn't it? So mm -hmm. I tend to eat more of that kind of stuff, a little bit of protein. And I think that if I do kind of for the amount I train, so for example, on a day that's I've got five hours of exercise, let's say, I, I do my two classes in work, exercise classes, and then I go to training for three hours in the evening. Say on those days, I do eat more throughout the day and I do like fuel myself properly, I won't get the cravings. But if I don't fuel myself properly, I'll start getting cravings for like biscuits and cakes. And I'm, and I'm thinking I can't eat those. Do you know what I mean? Like I've got to kind of plan it properly. My food throughout the day, I've got to fuel after the exercise classes, when I get home for lunch, before training, just before training with a banana or something, and then after training as well. And if I do that properly, then that's kind of what helps me. That's how I do it anyway. That's what about you? No, that's fascinating. Um, before we get on to me, the fact that you have to continuously, because there are a lot of people out there, students especially, when they do so much exercise and they don't replenish themselves straight away, does that have a negative impact on people when they don't replenish them, themselves straight away after like exercising three, four hours in a day? Yeah, so I think that like a lot of people think, for example, when you're weight training in the gym, you've mm. got to eat protein straight away. And something I did learn at uni, we, to be honest, we hammered all this nutrition stuff at uni, like, and I loved it because it was relevant to me as well. Yeah. Something that they did say that the usual conception that you have to eat protein after weight training or sport or exercise training. Yeah, it's true. Eat protein afterwards, but it doesn't need to be directly afterwards mm. because you're burning so much energy and the primary energy source is carbs because you're burning that first, you should be eating that straight after. So eat like a banana or like, that's why some people say eat something sweet after you've done energy, after you've done energy, after you've done physical activity. Yeah. Uh, because you've burnt that. Obviously don't go eating like, I don't know, chocolate gato straight after you've come off the, the pitch. Do you know what I mean? But mm. kind of like have like a half a banana or something or a full banana after you've finished and then you can eat your protein. The protein thing is just about maximizing that window after you've done exercise. Yeah. So if you, if you eat protein straight away, you can eat protein for however long after and you can get more protein in. So that's, that's a bit technical. In hindsight, eat carbs after you've done exercise. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking as well. Um, we'll go on to me in a second, but it's just the fact that a lot of people, they've had that misconception about it for a number of years as well. And even with me, when I was training on boxing, they'd always tell me, oh, yeah, eat within the first hour of exercising, but make sure you eat like a full meal because your, your body's still burning. So the first hour after you've eaten, it shows yeah. that you've actually, you can actually burn it off as well, which, which is incredible as well. But I, I now know it's not all down to just protein as well, because it kind of relates in a way to um, when we're fasting, actually. So when, when we're fasting during Ramadan, and I know a lot of people in different religions, they fast as well. Um, so when you're opening a fast, we always open with fruit. So you open with having like a date and that's what's got the natural sugar inside of it, which mm -hmm. actually helps opening um, 
um, the body and it's, it's kind of just setting up the stomach for what you're about to eat as well after having a long day of not eating and drinking which is great in a way because that's what that's what I can kind of relate it to um, as well Millie yeah definitely uh, you were going to ask me about something uh, previously I was going to ask you yeah what does your like diet kind of look like throughout the day oh it's awful it's so bad it's so it's so bad um no it's not it's not so bad it used to be quite bad now it's not I'm, I'm a lot more um strict on what I can buy now as well so what I'm buying is like I'll get like a treat and I'll have like a treat every other day which is great so like I'll just like go into like a packet of sensations or I'll have like even like a croissant I, could, I consider a treat but it's more it's more dairy based it's to be fair sorry. um like chocolate croissants Oh, okay. Like nice. in the morning. So like one day I'll have like a treat in the morning or one day I'll have a treat like after training or something. So it'd be something like that. But mostly for me, it's like more dairy based, I would say. So I, I tend to have a lot of yogurts, a lot a lot of like um, side yogurts when I'm eating food as well, like my rice, uh, not really uh, my, my pasta and stuff, but like um, it, it tends to happen a lot with dairy. So would you say that's quite healthy to have a balanced diet in that way? Or would you say try and cut out of the dairy, uh, Millie? What would you say? No, I eat quite a lot of dairy as well. Um, it's a difficult one, really, because a lot of people say that dairy is not the healthiest. Yeah. And obviously it's an animal product, but I do eat a lot myself. Um, it's up to how you feel, I think. I think that personally, if I was going to cut out dairy, yeah. I wouldn't be able to fulfill that space. Do you know what I mean? I think it would be harder for me to fulfill that space that dairy was and therefore I'd be losing energy, I'd be losing calories and that would put me in like a zone of like tiredness, overtraining, things like that. I wouldn't be able to replenish that energy quick enough. I think in general, in general terms, it's difficult. I think you've got to trial it. I think that personally in a realistic, like idealistic world, I would cut out dairy. Mm. I would try to. I, I love I'd, cheese, but I would try to. <laughs> yeah, like I've tried that previously as well. But it's like you, you, it's one of those things that you just learn from like a young age, like in terms of like with what dairy and what, what milk does to you as well, in terms of keeps your bones, keeps your muscles, your nerves, your teeth, your skin, and keeps your vision quite healthy at the same time as well. And it's good yeah. for releasing energies. And just like you mentioned for exercise, it helps with reducing fatigue and tiredness as well which is kind of why it feels really good when after like I played football or after I've coached or after I've had like five hours of training for the whole day, having even just like a bowl of yogurt is perfectly fine for me. I don't mind that at all. And, yeah, and another, I like Go on. No, just the other thing was like about it helps um, develop your brain and, and normal growth as well. And again, just maintaining your healthy blood pressure as well. Those are the kind of things that I've known about dairy for quite a while. It's just with those kind of benefits are they enough to kind of outweigh the negative aspects for um, unhealthy uh, for, un uh, for unhealthy dairy intake, I should say? Yeah, I mean, it's really hard, isn't it? Uh, I was going to say, like, I eat a lot of yogurt and I think mm. that the Greek yogurt is the best. And I buy that, like, without question, really. Like, religiously, it's like subconsciously buying it every time. Like, we're, we're like that as well. We'll happily buy yeah. dairy yogurt. Um, dairy yogurt? We'll, we'll buy Greek yogurt fruit yogurt and then we'll have like another just tub of yogurt which is like just you can have like granola cereal that type of thing yeah, exactly yeah because also for me it's a source of protein i see that as a source of protein because i don't have the meats yeah i substitute that protein um but i don't 
drink um, dairy milk. I drink like coconut milk okay. or soya milk. I do have dairy milk in my tea, my real mm. tea, my English yeah. tea. Um, but I don't tend to drink it on like cereal or just like drink it. However, do you know what I mean? I substitute it massively. Yeah. And I think it's just come back from when I turned when I went onto that veggie diet, I just drank it since then. And it just makes me feel better. But I think it's a really good point about the benefits of dairy, um, like the calcium intake, um, the brain health, things like that. I think that's a really good point. However, there are contradicting studies out there that I know of um, that say, I don't know, I guess like the enzymes in it and things like that are bad for human health like the animal products yeah are necessarily like bad for human health um there's a lot of contradicting things out there i guess it's just it is how the individual feels but i think that we must wait as well for the rest of the research in a sense do you know what i mean that gave me so much suspense what you were about to say so um, <laughs> I was, uh, what's going to happen with dairy in the future it's going to run out no I, I get what you mean because there's always people doing so much more research wasn't that funny it's it just was it's, it, it was like some tagline that you were going to say so like to be continued dairy. yes it is it literally, it literally is as well there's so much to learn about dairy and about um food as well in general so yeah we'll have to wait until next episode of when, when they do the research as a dairy. So I think be... it's a massive industry though, isn't it? Like, I think that's Huge why it's industry. not going to die out. Mm. I think for health-wise, it's not the best for you. Mm. But I think the industry is huge. Everyone loves cheese. Everyone loves, like, milk, everything, because it's so rich and so, I don't know, it's, it's good tasting, do you know what I mean? So I think the dairy industry is solid and it can't be moved. But I think health-wise... consistently advertised as well, Millie. You'll see, like, every other two free exactly. adverts you'll see about cheese or dairy even milk now is getting advertised which is crazy yeah um but yeah now we're getting on to the main topic of conversation your juicer my juicer your juicer your juice maker go on watch your question my question <laughs> is is juicing a lot more common nowadays and do you think it's a lot more healthy to actually juice a lot of these fruits and vegetables that we have um into like just blended mixtures and into for some people smoothies some people milkshakes again not really with the vegetables but even when people like would they blend yogurt in with their soup they blend yogurt into their um ice cream even their sorbets that type of thing do you, do you, do you think it's a lot healthier to, to blend things now Millie? you know what i wasn't expecting that at all what about the yogurt in the soup no <laughs> that also oh. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll come out with the unexpected. But yeah, what have we, what have we got? What's your first impressions of what I said? I, You know what? First of all, after all this, like it's been building up, I think that juicing and blending is not as healthy. Really? Yeah. That's um, taken me aback, that. Yeah, because, only because I think that, imagine if everything was blended. Imagine if, if everything you ate and everything you drank was blended. Like, what would happen? We'd probably have no teeth in the future. Like, I think that food is grown how it's grown because you're supposed to eat it. And we have teeth for a reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
So I think in that sense, thinking outside the box, it's not as healthy. I think if you're blending maybe a smoothie every two days or something like that, or for example, we have soup now quite a lot where I just throw a load of vegetables in and blend them all. And yeah, just to get all that vegetable and like all the nutrients in as well. It's a quick, nice, quick way because it's time beneficial. What's the word? Yeah, just suitable, time efficient. Yeah, yeah, time efficient to kind of get all them vegetables in and just eat them. And that works for me. But if you're blending everything every day, then I would say no, because, for example, blending a smoothie all the time, when you drink that smoothie, it's sugar already. Your body doesn't break it down. So the sugar's in there already and you're just releasing it instead of your body breaking it down with the enzymes and things like that, your body like working how it should. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Because I, I was, was going to get on to my next point. You've led it in quite well. And, and the fact that 90% of fiber is apparently removed during the juicing process as well. So yeah. depending on, on the power of the juicer, uh, the more fiber is removed from the actual nutrients in the vegetables and the fruit that you put in as well. And we know a lot of people nowadays, they're quite big on these, um, like these blender products, these like 10 in one features in, on these blenders as well. But mm-hmm. like you kind of said, it's, kind of removing an aspect of their their diet in a way just for the sake of convenience and for time efficiency like we mentioned as well yeah but definitely even with me like i'll get frustrated every now and then in terms of having to cook manually and cut things manually which is fine i don't mind it but it does get frustrating after a while after a long day you're tired you just want to eat but it's like with, with juice and i'll leave it for like certain things in a way so like you said with your soups if you don't want to cut all the vegetables and put it in and you want to make it manually instead of buying like a, a three bean or a minestrone from tesco or something like that um what is your favorite soup actually millie my favorite soup mm. you know i'm not a big fan of soup you just said I you think... had soup every now and then yeah because i have to literally for diet yeah literally yeah we have it like once uh, a week now as well especially during the winter yeah we had i think it was lentil carrot spinach and something else the other day mm. i think just as many vegetables as you can get in, as many like beans and lentils and everything you can get in is the better. Brilliant. And then I can just eat it in one. Yeah, I tried a free, bi- free bean chili soup the other oh, day. Nice. It, was, it was quite nice. It was decent. It's like um, something healthy, but something a bit spice as well, with a bit of, bit of a kick to it. I'm good with spice, which is cool. But I'm oh, just yeah. that. Are you? Um, ish. Ish. Yeah. We, we have spicy stuff, obviously. My grandma cooks a lot of, like, spicy stuff. But yeah. she, like, she can't handle spice either, really. really. She doesn't like it too spicy, no. But she does cook it quite spicy. <laughs> Force of habit, I'd imagine. Yeah. Just following the recipe book and everything. No, I, I like spice, but it's like, you can only have so much spice before it kind of just ruins the meal in a way. You don't want yeah. to be, like, drinking water or, like, yogurt or something just to cool it down, which is a thing. But, um. Yeah, realistically though, just to finish on the juicer conversation, when when you would say how how long you've been juicing for, and would you say it's actually benefited you in a performance um, state of mind? Really, what would you say about that? I think in terms of like the juicing, it started because it kind of started in Italy, actually. Yeah. Um, like and, most of your health things, I've, I've yeah, literally. everything was just born then (laughs) I guess they just had like the nice kind of fresh oranges 
you know, like they had, oh my God, they had blood oranges as well, which yeah. I loved. Like the really red ones, I loved them. And we used to just buy them in, and they came in like, there was so many oranges in, in this pack and usually they'd just go off because I can't eat that many whole oranges in a week or whatever. Yeah. And then I saw someone doing it, one of my teammates just juicing it manually. And I thought, you know what, like might try it. And then like just use free oranges in the morning and it took like nothing it took like three minutes to do it and yeah it just kind of made me feel like I'd kind of done something properly for myself for my health and for myself do you know what I mean and I think that it just kind of was like my little habit maybe it doesn't benefit me as such in a way it adds to my five a day adds to my vitamin c and whatever like my grapefruit it wakes me up in the morning physically helps me in that way yeah. But also, like, mentally, it's kind of my habit to be like, okay, like, for example, yesterday I had quite a busy day. So in the morning I got up quite early, did my juicing, and then had a full day. And I just felt kind of, I just felt better. I felt more awake. And it just kind of sets me up for the day. Do you know what I mean? It's a, it's a strange thing. It's just one of those habits I have. It's a but strange it's a, thing. It's a, it's, it's a good habit at the end of the day, the way I It works, it yeah. It works yeah. for me, so. That's exactly it. No, thank you for exploring the juice the juice first with concluding us. the concluding the series the one concluding series <laughs> one of Millie and the juicer <laughs> we're gonna get more of that soon like i said last week last time we'll get we'll get the juice from the pod it'll be like behind you or something it'll we'll be, see we'll see about that <laughs> we'll see we'll see if they're they're cool enough to make an appearance Anyway, I've got a question going right back i had it stuck in my mind oh god i was gonna ask you about your cravings like what are your bad habits and what are your cravings and how do you get over them if you do um bad habits kind of like what you kind of mentioned I'm a big big person with a big sweet tooth if you know what I mean so yeah everything is sweet toothy and in this in this age of like social media where loads of people post their desserts and they show off all these new little things and new restaurants they go to it's it's kind of cool that they get to do that which is fine but when I kind of go to places, like I'll probably do the same to be fair. Like I'll just be, oh yeah, look at this place that I've had. It's a new type of like French toast or Japanese pancakes or whatever it is, which is great. It's lovely. So have I'm you just had Japanese like, pancakes before? I mean, I've had it in Japan and I've had it in London. So yeah. Had, what yeah. are they like? They're really fluffy. They're very um, tender. They wobble yeah. quite a lot on your plate as well, but they're very sweet and they're very, very well made as well. Uh, the ones just I kind of describe it because I've seen a photo of them. I've seen them. I had a Japanese friend and she showed me them. And I've you had I've a never, Japanese friend. I, I have a Japanese oh, friend. Okay. Let's say. I was going to say. I don't. I don't, want I don't to see her much now. She lives in Japan now. <laughs> when are you going to go to Japan and try and try the Japanese pancakes, Millie? When I go and play football over there with her. Oh. Get get to sign you up as well. Don't hold time. me to that though. <laughs> nah, we'll look back on this in like a couple of years when you're in Japan. I'll be like, this is when we mentioned it when you're playing in Japan. <laughs> no, they're basically like really, um, really thick type of pancakes, but they wobble quite a lot. So they've got um, a bit of vanilla essence in there as well. Got a bit of buttermilk for some of them as well, which is quite good. And they just add like they added like different toppings, so it's really nice. It's really. Uh, beneficial because i think every now and then you need to kind of treat yourself to a proper dessert oh, sure. they look nice those they're excellent they're so good yeah. but with with me what i kind of do to get over cravings is first of all because when i'm living um away from my family i can choose what i buy and what i don't buy which is great so there's um 
couple of weeks ago, I just like, you know what, I'll buy like one chocolate thing a week and that's it. So I'm cool with that. And then yeah. I'll buy like one dessert a week on like a Friday or a Saturday at the end of the week. But I know I've got work on the weekend. So I know after work and after university on the Friday, I can just kind of treat myself and that'll be it. Unless I'm playing football on the Friday night, then um, I'll just have to treat myself to dessert. So it's been a bit more regimented. And what I've kind of st- kind of done is to stop myself indulging in these kind of cravings. I just tell myself I don't like these things. So like donuts, I've said for years, this is a revelation. So if any, anyone from my family or my friends are listening, I actually like donuts, but I always just tell them I hate donuts because there's always someone in the family when there's a get no, together, okay. someone will always go and buy like Krispy Kremes and they'll buy like a big 12 box and I'll be like, nah, I don't like donuts. I'm like, how can you not like donuts? I'm like, I just don't like donuts. But I know for a fact, if I'm left alone in a room with the box, I'll eat all 12. Yeah. So I, I know it's wrong for me. It's wrong for my body. And I know it's wrong for, in, in a way, my mental health when you indulge too much. Because it's that kind of thing that I still haven't got over that childish feeling of not knowing when to stop when having amazingly delicate desserts. Do you get yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't call it, yeah. To be fair, I, like, I think you're the first person that's called it childish because I know so many people of all ages that are the same. Mm. Like, even me. Like, none of us know when to stop, do we? Because there's so much choice of everything. None of us know. But you get what I mean by when I say it's childish. It's like um, you you're, you would be a child and you'd be having so many sweets and you'd be having so much chocolate. Yeah. And your mum and dad would be like, stop, you've had enough. Yeah, when you're, yeah, ad- yeah. when you're an adult, you have no one to tell you, stop, that's enough. Yeah. And Only you know your what? Your brain and your subconscious can tell you that. You know what? Like, going back to everything you've just said, like, it really, like, resonates with me because... For example, one thing, for example, when I'm out with my grandma, she kind of says to me, oh, buy this chocolate cake, buy this chocolate. When it's someone's birthday, have this chocolate cake. And I said to her, no, I don't like that because I'm not a, I'm not a fan of chocolate cake, but I know full well that if it's bought, I will eat it. Yeah. And I don't like it, but I just eat it because it's someone's birthday and it's chocolate cake. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. But I know that I don't like it and I sh- shouldn't eat it. And like, for example, now that I'm back in Manchester living at home, after spending what six years away I know that my eating habits are different to what they were when I was living alone when I was alone in Italy honestly my eating was I could say like 90% perfect 95% perfect if not more because I just bought what I needed and that was it I treated myself when I when I thought I should have been treated like you've always got to do that like you said having your little treats And I just ate healthily. I bought vegetables. I cooked every day, three meals a day. And it was great. I ate loads of salads. Also, also the weather was hot. So it was easier to eat salads and things like that. But it was so much easier to eat healthily when I was on my own. Now I'm back here. I've kind of got to, I don't know how to put it. I've kind of got to go into my parents' eating habits, for example. Like my grandma cooks a lot and it's great. Like I eat a lot of Indian food and that to be, to be fair, that's really healthy. Mm. But when she doesn't cook, what we have at home, my mum cooks a little bit for us, but I tend to cook my lunches and like after training stuff, breakfast, I always eat breakfast, but also it's like the snacks, what they buy as well. Yeah. When someone's not on the same page as you with your diet, it's very, very hard to stick on it. And me being, don't know like a player an athlete as such 
I've got to have a strict diet. But when someone's not on that same page, it's very hard to kind of stick with it. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean, because I'm there thinking, like, do you have to agree with everything they're buying? Because they could just buy it and you could just say, you know what, mum and dad, because this is what I did. I was like, you know what, mum and dad, I'm, I'm really into my training. I'm really into my exercise at the moment. When you're buying all of these biscuits and these uh, big tubs of like M&S flapjacks and all of that type of thing. Yeah, just you, packets of biscuits. and It's all around the home and they all look great. You'll have them in the sitting room, in the kitchen, in the office, wherever it is at home. I'm just saying like, yeah, it's fantastic, but I'm not going to eat anything. So just so you know, I'll be doing my own shopping, which I did when I was living at home for the last two years when I was living there. I'd be like, spend a, a, a lot less, like 30, 40 quid on me when I'm there. So I'll pay for it myself. I'll go shopping separately. And yeah. I would do that like after every, every, probably Tuesday, Wednesday, I'd do it. And I'd just be there like, this is what I'm eating for the rest of the week. This is how I'm going to maintain myself. And my mum and dad were like, yeah, you can still have whatever you want. Like, they're still being generous, which is great. And I was like, yeah, if you want to have some of my like healthy snacks or my almond milk or whatever it is, by all means, it's fine. Um, but it was one of those things that I got a bit protective in a way. So I remember my sister took a packet of um, raspberries on a school trip. I'm just like, where have the raspberries gone? Yeah. So I'm, just, I'm just there kind of like, ah. Oh. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know you took the raspberries. And she's like, oh, no, I thought mum bought it. Like, no, never mind, it's fine. But it's one of them ones where it's like you'll have mostly positive, but some negatives in a way. In terms yeah. of like, you think you buy something, but then it's gone straight away. Or you think you buy something and then someone else is just eating it, this type of thing. And you're just like, oh, I kind of get what you mean by shopping together as opposed to shopping separately. Yeah, I know what you mean. Same in my house. Um, I think it's kind of difficult, not just for like the eating side, but also kind of I get annoyed with how much rubbish there is in the house as well. Mm because I do need to keep up those standards, not for, for me, yes, as, as an athlete, but also for my health as first and for their health as first as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It can't, we can't just live off rubbish. We have to all have a balanced diet. And I think, interestingly, my brothers, they're both at university now, but yeah. one of them, they're twins, by the way, but one of them is very, like, health conscious. Yeah. Like, he he runs a lot. He does, like, whatever exercise I don't know what he does but he's very like he's he's eating habits are strange he eats he eats nothing that's unhealthy for you like and I'm talking about nothing usually and he'd eat like fruit he'd eat like piles of fruit like stacks of fruit in one day I feel sick when I have like more than five six bits of fruit a day but he'd have this like in one meal Mm. He'd have five, six bits of fruit in one meal and he'd just sit there with it all on his lap. And he eats like Irish sea moss and all this, but he does the research around it all as well. Yeah. And to be fair, like I just leave him to it. I try to like, don't know, he he kind of buys like packets of Irish sea moss and all this kind of quinoa and all that. And yeah, yeah he like, we kind of had, have fights because... For example, when there's blueberries in the house or something, they're all gone in like two seconds. Like yeah, literally, you can like, relate to what I was just talking about as well. Like, where yeah. they gone? I thought I yeah. bought them yesterday, and they're nowhere. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Start looking at the receipt and everything. Yes, definitely here. Yeah, I paid for it. Yeah, and it's like we're fighting over healthy food as well. <laughs> like both of the sets, isn't it? Mm. No, it's, it's good that is. Do, do both your brothers go to the same university as well? They do now. Yeah, very complicated, but they do now. Yeah. That's quite funny that it's <laughs> twins at the same university. I think there's some in my course as well. I don't even know. Um, 
But yeah, just to finish off the podcast, Millie, I wanted to ask you, and you can ask me the same thing, just about how um, a healthy diet benefits you and your mental health in a way. So how it kind of helps you on your social aspects and your just in your psychological aspects as well, really, just to finish off the podcast. Yeah, I mean, it helps me a lot because I kind of feel, I just feel better day to day. I don't feel as groggy. Like when I eat healthily, it makes me, it just makes me, what's funny i'm laughing because you just said it. it makes you feel better but i'm laughing because last week i had fried chicken for like the first time in like two three months or something and i'm just there having it like i know it tastes good but i know the next couple of days i will just not feel good i feel drowsy i feel dehydrated and it yeah. wasn't even the next couple of days it was the next couple of hours so i'm just there i'm just there thinking reminding myself this is why i don't have fried chicken anymore i'll just have it as like grilled chicken at home yeah i know but, what you mean I'm literally just there, like, I don't need to keep reminding myself why I don't have these foods, then I'll have the food, then it's like a repeat process, oh, I'm never going to this takeaway ever again. Don't it's mental, isn't it? It's mad. So, so crazy, but that's why I was just laughing to myself, if anyone has seen this bit. It's just that you're just there, like, you know this, don't fall yeah. into this trap again, but you tend to fall into a trap when your mind's kind of set to something in a way, if you get what I mean. And it's like, because they're so, like, for example, cakes and biscuits and things like that, because they're so nice and sweet your brain kind of wants it you know like the dopamine response your brain wants it it releases dopamine and it wants it again that's why you eat more and more and more mm. but that's like it's all fake basically it's just your brain being fake like yeah. it's not good for you you're not happy with it you're kind of like over time you become more and more kind of like depressed in a way and I think that 100%. happens a lot when you're eating rubbish all the time it's one of the main things it's honestly one of the main things that leads to all depression and I guess just don't know like some people get like angry with it and things like that and you, you know, realize it's your eating habits as well it's massive contribution that, that was like with me like yesterday I needed a fizzy drink so I went to get um sounds so first world problem but I went to MS and I got a kombucha one of those like sugar-free oh, yeah. energy drinks and I had it I was like it, 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 it tastes like I'm drinking a trifle in a way, the flavor that I had. So I'm just there drinking it. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. I've got my energy up for the, for the game that I went to watch, which is cool. And then afterwards, I went to McDonald's on like a drive through because everything else was shut. So mm -hmm. I went to get um, a Coke Zero. I'm just there like, I haven't, had I haven't had fizzy drinks in again, like six, seven months. And I'll have it now. I'm just there like, this is why I don't have fizzy drinks. Like, I had a bottle of water in the back of my car as well. And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I've had the bottle of water, but I needed something with a bit of sugar just to uh, help the yeah. energy going. No, I get it. Like, it's good to reward yourself, but I get it. Like, just linking in with your point. Like, for example, yesterday when I was working in the gym, I got really tired and I can tell when I'm not eating properly and I'm tired. And yeah. I thought, I need something. I need some kind of like something fizzy or some like sugar. Yeah. And they have a water fountain downstairs that's like electrolyte water. Oh, and really? it's like flavored, flavored electrolyte water. So I put the lemon in because I love like seven up and lemonade and things like that. If I was going to get a fizzy drink, it would be that. Yeah, who and doesn't love lemonade? Lemonade is amazing. It's mint, isn't it? Mm. This electrolyte water tasted like a flat seven up. <laughs> but you know what? I thought, yeah, this is it because it tasted like it. And that's what helped me. It was sugar free. Yeah. And that's kind of what helped me like keep going, I guess. Yeah, because that's the thing as well. Like even with um, 
even when you have less sugar in your diet and even by cutting out from your drinks and sweets and stuff it just helps your skin a lot as well so yeah, in terms yeah. of like on a mental health point of view you look a lot better a lot younger as well um I think without this beard I look like 12 years old anyway so it's quite cool <laughs> that um my skin's pretty good at the moment I would say which is quite nice it's, and it's one of those those things as well when a lot of people they're a lot more self-conscious like um like than they are as well so they, they always want to watch what they eat it's like you know how you see that meme all the time maybe of like people who like women who use like 20 different moisturizers and creams and stuff on their face and like guys yeah. they're like with like one cream and like just having whatever and we're like perfect yeah, yeah. it's kind of like with that as well but with 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 the mental health point from my point of view it's more along the lines of it's more along uh, more along the lines of making sure that you're happy with your own weight your own body weight as well because a lot of people unfortunately it's mostly women more than men they will like to comment on people's weight it's it's like a for, for some people it's like a common talking habit and especially in families as well oh you've gained weight oh you've lost weight and if you lose weight you're seen as some, someone that's doing something quite positive. And I'm just saying, yeah. like, eh, don't really agree with that. Like, you're still the same person inside and out. For me, personally, if you've gained two pounds or lost two pounds, it doesn't really make a difference. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. I think that, um, obviously, you've got to, to be healthy. You've kind of got to have a desirable weight in terms of the health region. Mm. In terms of looking good, um you're right like everyone wants to look good and I've learned a lot since being in working in my gym like with general population um all of the all of the people either want to gain muscle or lose weight and yeah. that's it um and I think obviously your diet is down to most of that um in terms of percentages what would you put that on in what sense so your diet is important to your ideal weight in terms of like 10%, 20%, 30%. Um, exercise and sleep and routine and all of that. 80%. 80% diet. Yeah, I would say so. And I would say that just because people underestimate it a lot. I think okay. that sleep is massive as well. Exercise obviously is huge because we need to be healthy. Yep. But I think that your diet affects everything because it's with you every day I think a lot of people have a lot of different like diets and opinions and exercise things like the keto diet the intermittent fasting all this but I think you've got to have the right balanced diet in my opinion anyway yeah. you've got to have the right balanced diet for what you do if you exercise a lot you've got to keep up with that with your intake depending on what you want to do if you want to lose fat obviously you've got to burn more calories than you eat during the day that's the main thing calorie deficit that's the main thing but I think like for example a couple of days ago someone said to me something like but why do we need this is a good question actually but why do we need to eat healthy if now we're becoming a more sedentary species like we're sitting down a lot more we work a lot more we're not as active, we're not like hunting our food. Why do we need to eat properly, in your opinion? Personally, uh, eating healthy, again, it, it's down to how people perceive things as well. Because everyone can, all, like, even for me, 
in the summer, I lost a lot of weight, which I was quite happy with. But even for like a couple of weeks, I, I ended up treating myself a lot with like carbs and desserts and going out and stuff, which was nice. It was great. But a lot of people, they'd always like to look at things and think, you know what? There's, there's too much um, weight on one person. He can't do this. He can't do that. But again, it's not really a thing where if you're working in a, a nine to five office job, you're sitting down for most of the day. You're going home. You're at home sitting for most of the day, probably exercising one, two hours a day, which is good. It's fine. But in my opinion, I would still stick to eating healthy because there's so many things that even just like you said, people underestimate the healthy diet. People underestimate eating healthy people. There are people in my family who can eat whatever they want and they won't put on a pound. I could work out for a whole week, have a packet of crisps and I put on weight. And I'm just there. I'm literally just there. Like there's so much more that I could do. I could do in terms of diet compared to in terms of exercise. I could say I'm working consistently five six times a week working out which is great for me but so far my my difference has been ever so slightly going down down and down so i'm just there like with what you just told me because my thought process was exercise was like the 70 percent and diet was around 20 25 percent of it mm-hmm. and healthy so if i was to switch that around flip it around now and work on other things of exercise and um, compared to more diet uh, dietary requirements as well because it's even the little things as well Millie. you'll have a chewing gum when you're driving or you'll have like a, an extra juice during one of the days as well yeah it all adds up at the end of the day which is definitely. crazy yeah definitely and I think like there's so much you can say about it as well um, and I think that in terms of like keeping track of your diet for example I got injured a couple of weeks ago not a massive injury just like a a little overuse injury and someone said to me well do you track your diet and I thought well no because my first initial answer was no because I know what I'm eating I'm very like precise with what I eat I I track it in my head all the time so my answer was well no and then I kept thinking about it and I thought well maybe I should start tracking my diet and all that like literally just by writing what I've eaten down every night, I saw that I wasn't eating enough for mm. the amount of activity I was doing. I thought in my head I was, but I wasn't on paper. I wasn't eating enough. So I had to increase what I was eating. I had to add another snack, another meal in sometimes, like some days, because I wasn't eating enough. And that was, that's what caused the overuse injury for me. And it's like anyone, sometimes we think in our heads that we're eating healthily we've not eaten that much when really like oh but I had that that that, I had that cake this morning I had two biscuits with my cup of tea that's nothing but it is do you know what I mean it is it's everything in a way when you're looking at the calories and when you're looking at the calories per biscuit as well it could just ruin the day yeah it could just ruin the day but I'm, I'm guessing that would probably be one of your top tips to finish off the podcast in terms of writing everything you're eating down would you say that would be good for anyone listening I would say it would be good if you can be honest with yourself and you say that your diet is lacking some way or the other. And I think that's a lot of people in the world at this moment. I would say that not tracking every calorie, not tracking everything, unless you're going for a specific goal. But if you're not, at least write down what you're eating. And yeah, that was probably the best advice that was given to me when I was injured. Because take someone else that's not, suffered from an injury they could be suffering performance wise at work or something like that that could be their form of injury yeah do you know what I mean and they're wondering like why why am I tired every day when I wake up Mm. 
probably not drinking enough water. You're probably not eating enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that would be a, a massive, that's a very long-winded answer, but yeah. That's a very good answer yeah, as well, because it links to everyone kind of in that environment as well, which, which is brilliant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good way to end the podcast this week. Millie, it's been fantastic to speak from you and hear from your honest opinions and views as always. It's been great. And yeah, I didn't know you were much of a baker. So next time you come onto a podcast, we need to we need to see what you bake during the week as well, which would be good. Can I just can I just get this straight? I am not a baker. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'd call you a baker from now on. If you could, because if you I like your, cake. No, because you were like, oh, I baked during lockdown and I was pretty good. It kind of means that, yeah, you were good. Cakes. Yeah, it's not too bad. And then obviously you've got the end of season as well coming up as well. So you've got loads of things that you can plan and prepare towards as well. Oh, God. Don't hold me to it. I'll hold you to it. It's like, <laughs> how, it's like how you're holding me to my weekly list that we started on episode one as well. So I'm continuing to do that. So I'm really happy that I'm doing that. Is it beneficial, though? It is beneficial because it's, nice. it's keeping me disciplined in a way as well, which is nice. Well, I've always been... Di- no, not always. Recently, I've been disciplined, but I'm getting even more disciplined in how I'm managing my hour-to-hour type thing in the day which is quite yeah. nice as well. And yeah, even one thing from this podcast, what I'll do is I'll have a look at changing the way I'm using my diet and actually um, in and around the home as well, if I can do anything differently, if I can eat anything differently. And hopefully uh, in the next couple of months, we'll be seeing a big difference, which will be great as yeah. well. Yeah, I think, you know what, just how you said, using your diet, you said you're going to change the way you're using your diet. It's a great it's a great way to put it because your diet is kind of your secret weapon. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like it's your kind of investment in yourself to make you a better person. And it sounds massive when I put it like that, but it's true. It's no, true. You've, you've summed up perfectly because you're actually paying money for food that you're going to put into your body. Do you want to benefit yourself or do you want to detriment yourself? Exactly. Exactly. And if you're detrimenting by if you're detrimenting yourself by buying rubbish food, mm. why why could you not put that money somewhere else to better use? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. And it's even like I mentioned last time as well, again, just to finish off the podcast, when we had like a 30 pound contactless limit, I'd make sure all my shopping was within 30 pounds. It's just there, like you're making sure you're not wasting it on ice creams or unnecessary yeah. sugars, which is... Which is magnums. Oh God, don't, don't start me on magnums. Now we're going to end it there because I could do a whole episode of Magnum Ice Cream. <laughs> the one. Um, but yeah, everyone, thank you very much for listening. Find us on uh, your favourite streaming services as well. We'll be popping out loads of youtube videos and reels from this as well it's been great with a great new name with a fantastic mutually beneficial new name for our podcast series which is great uh millie any closing messages before we leave um i think there's a lot we can cover in terms of diet this was just a taster for today so nice i think right there. there's a yeah <laughs> there's loads we could cover we could go down the scientific route but i think we've covered a lot already and I hope that it's been beneficial. Um, Hams, give me something that you've learned today. Last little bit. I've learned something in terms of how um, dairy does have a lot of undiscovered potential and how bad it could be. Yeah, that's, definitely. That's for me. What have you learned today? I've learned that you really want to see this juicer I have. <laughs> yeah, I do. I can't lie, I do. It, it'd be good to see it. Good to see I'll buy you one for your birthday. Oh, don't do that. It'll change your life. That's too generous. That's too generous. Um, <laughs> but no, it, it would be good to see the juicer as well because literally 
a lot of people are juicing like we mentioned before but yeah no, I think I'm, the part about fiber as well in juicing yeah. I think that was massive good That's point a, that was a big thing that I learned this week as well and I didn't do as much research as I would normally do um into health because I think you know what I've got a lot of this but the fiber thing really st- stood out for me as well today. yeah yeah so, great point but yeah, everyone who's listened, give us the thumbs up on your favorite streaming services. Comment in our social media posts what you learned from this podcast. And we'll see you next time. Take care and goodbye.